Hello and welcome to Life of the Party. We are Nick's Rising Industries. I am JD, your Dungeon Master. Are we ready to go? <laughs> we are! Cue title sequence. We catch up with our adventurers. Having fled Sanskra fully, made their way up through a cave to the bottom, sorry, to the top of a waterfall, finding a rather incredible boat tucked away, possibly for use by smugglers. Commandeering it, Sariel performing her uh, her full moon ritual, ritual under the light of the moon maiden, Sahanin. She joined the hunt and ended up hunting down a giant wolf spider. She returns to the party on the bank of the river, silhouetted with a new cloak and sickle. And I realised, no shoes. Yeah, no shoes. What do you do? Coming back into camp. Okay. Looking rough. The rest of you see Saru emerge, first as silhouette and shape manifesting. She stands near the boat. Uh, I say at least probably would have been sat on the mast again. Reading her books. Like on the so bow, yeah. She might not actually have seen Sariel yet. Yeah, yeah. Deep in thought. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, Bob Levin will notice her immediately. Yeah, like, oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. You're injured. You okay? There's spiders. Why is she not alone, this one? Just something. something in me had to go. Okay. Come, come, come sit down, Will. Why were you out there on your own? I heard something calling to me and I had to follow it. Hopefully not more fake creatures. No, not fake creatures. And none of us could have kept watch? I wasn't really thinking at the time. And you got a new outfit? Oh yeah. That's quite becoming. Thank you. Wondered, Elise, if you could see what these things were. I guess, yeah, she would have heard and started yeah, to walk over. Snapped out of it and... Um, so yeah, she's like in the process of walking over, I guess. Are you like, like bleeding or anything? Like, you do yeah, have some marks of battle damage on you, but you're not on death's Yeah, not, not yeah. death's door, but... Um, I, yeah, I can see what they are. Are you okay, though? I'll, I'll live. That works. So I'm going to give her the sickle and take off mm -hmm. the cloak. Mm -hmm. okay. Like I said, you're a survivalist. Mm. Mm. You take the ten minutes, you cast the ritual, you identify. The sickle is not magical, but it's finely made mm. and probably expensive. Uh, the cloak is a cloak of the manta ray. Yes. So this, <laughs> this allows you to breathe underwater. So as an action, you can pull the hood up. And when you can, you can breathe underwater and you have a swimming speed of 60 feet. Cool. Yeah. It's so rad. Yeah. So yeah, Elise's face lights up when she realises this and she turns to Sariel and she says the sickle isn't magical but the cloak will let you breathe underwater and swim faster That's if you have it up. And she gives them back. Thank you. It's quite heavy. It does feel like skin. It feels like, 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 mm, if you have skin. <laughs> <laughs> but like skin on one side and like lined on the other. Um, but yeah, it's like smooth running your hands down one side, but if you try and rub it up, it'll catch almost like sandpaper or like tiny bits of teeth. Like a manta so, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like a shark or like a manta ray. Where did you find these? Um, there's a spider's nest in the 
Yeah, no good. Did you find anything else in there? No, I didn't really look too much further. That's where you were attacked, wasn't it? Mm. Oh boy. Some, some Do you think some anything could follow us back here? I don't not know. now. You took the spider by yourself? Yes. Excellent. As long as you're okay. As well. I'll be alright. Like I say, I've had worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's perfectly capable. I know. I left my things down by the river. Do you want me to come with you? You can go grab them. If you'd like. Sure. Let's go. I'm taking a little jaunt with you, jaunt down yeah. the river to get my stuff. Yeah, you, you walk down under the moonlight, and feet are softly treading in the water, which is just lapping by your feet. It's cold, but this uh, this new mantle wraps around you and is warm and comforting. Mm-hmm. And you get back to your stuff easy enough. It's not been disturbed. Cool. Sort of gather it all back up again. You walk twice away. Isn't that far? Just wanted a bit of privacy. That's fair. Okay. Well, if, you ever, if you ever do want company, let me know. And by the way, take nine points of hit points back. So I can't <laughs> tell you word on it. Astro's just like, please. <laughs> please, let me heal you. Did you say you were going to do something else? Yes, uh, just looking up at the moon again. Mm-hmm. And just to say in a language that Astro won't understand. Moon Mother Saline, may we be worthy of your radiance and may your grace light, may your, may your grace light our darkest days. Mm-hmm. You say that and you feel relief as you close your ritual. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can go. Sure. That's a very pretty language. It's Elvish. Oh. I suppose the others don't really speak it that much around. I mean, I think Cassian understands it. And I'm sure he must do. Problem would do. But no need to really speak in other languages when everyone speaks common. I suppose. Come on, let's go back then. You got your shoes. Oh yes. Take your shoes. Put <laughs> your shoes back on. You, you'll see. Her ankles are covered in scars. Uh-huh. His tail wraps around like your perimeter as we walk back again. <laughs> you walk back to the ship. Mm-hmm. On the ship, Ren's just gonna... If nobody minds, I'm gonna go below deck and sleep. Go for it, I was going to offer to take first watch anyway. Nothing ever worked before you tuck in for the night. <laughs> I suppose so. I can follow you down. This is everyone quite less. Um, <laughs> <not nice. Yeah. laughs> I day. told you I would have my turn. Ren's <laughs> very long day. Like, Do we not get to come? At least they're like, um, guess we'll wait here yeah. again. We can go out. It's a fairly small ship. Like, if everything's quiet, you might hear. But unless they're whispering. I'm just going to sit on the deck, like, yeah. I don't care what they want. Paul will go sit next to it. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to bother you, just mm. keep you company. Oh, it's kind of cold. Mm. There is like a like a brazier in the, um, like, hanging off the mast, which you can light with coals and oh, cool. sort of like covered over so it won't set fire to the ship. Cool. Um, yeah, I'd go sit near that. Maybe you can smell all. Fire. <laughs> Do you want privacy for this conversation? Or privacy what? would be nice. Fine, step off the ship. A light if you don't mind. A light if you don't mind. Oh, there are oil lamps oh. in like, underneath. Oh, we're going to have to wait for the ship. Oh, sorry, I think we're underneath. My bad. Wait, 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 sorry. Bob them. 
What? Should I turn invisible and follow them? <laughs> Wouldn't that be spying on them? I'm so curious. I don't know if they would appreciate that. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> don't enable her. <laughs> Problem will remember this. Just don't mean they would appreciate being spied on, but. Do it. Roll poorly on your stealth. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk away from the ship. With a dancing light. With a dancing light. As we get far away, Ren sort of pulls his arms around himself protectively. Yes? Okay. That's means against the tree. Contrary to what you may believe, this changes nothing. I will not apologize for anything that I have said to you leading up to this, whatever you want to call it, reveal. And I will not apologize for any future actions. I will speak my mind. I am sick of sucking up to rich people. So you will be treated as I see fit. And that doesn't mean I look down on you in any way, but I certainly won't be looking up at you in an ivory tower. Well, good to know that you're still spineless regardless of my status. <laughs> Was that all? Did this really require us to walk this far away from the ship? The light goes out. You can't see shit. <laughs> Okay, very funny. And what are you hoping to achieve with this? You hear his voice inside your head. Not spoken. Just calm down, Renard. I'm sure we can get a better allyship out of this. If we just... Talk about our feelings a little bit more. And the sound of footsteps walking away. And after a few feet or so, the light comes back on. Look where you are. And just sort of <laughs> back towards the ship. Ren's just gonna sit down against the tree. Their little chat, was that in our direction or the other direction? Like where we went to pick up Sam? Well, I figured this was after you two okay. got back. Mm-hmm. After we back. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Ren's just going to stay sitting there. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long does he stay sitting there? A while. Like, at least half an hour longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to hug his arms around his legs and just rest his chin on his arms. just. I'm going to see if he falls asleep then. Oh. What are you rolling for? He does. He falls oh. asleep where he's sitting. Okay, okay. <laughs> does that mean that we see Cassian arrive without Yeah, Renard? without Ren and we're like, oh, he murdered him. great. <laughs> you can see him arrive before he falls asleep. Uh-huh. Um, Elise would have turned to Bobby and said, okay, I was just joking, I'm not going to do it. And like, sit down with him. Mm-hmm. Um, well. And she will... Mm. She's just like flicking through her book on Arcane Folk Guide, looking for mentions of 
caught in the shower bath. She's just kind of like yeah. leaving through it. No mentions of either. Yeah. She looks kind of disappointed. Mm. And just puts the book away. You all right? You don't seem quite happy. Um. I don't really know how to answer that. Sorry. It's okay if you're not all right. It's okay if you're not happy. As a. It's weird having like the worst things happen to you, but then finding these strange little slippers of something that might be something you've been looking for your entire life in there. I don't. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of tumultuous. Sounds like mixed feelings. Yeah. Sounds confusing. Yeah. It is, but um, from what uh, I spoke to Ren earlier, and it sounds like I might be able to find some information in the site, which might be useful. Yeah, about your friends. Uh, yeah, something like that. Hope you find. I like to meet them. Oh, I'd love you to meet them, all of you. Do they all? Do they all own bats? <laughs> Just on the. I really want to meet Sandra. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I think you and Astro. And him would have a lot to speak about. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he um, he has spent a lot of time out in nature as well, and appreciates the cycle of nature and creatures, and speaks with animals. And oh, yeah, like me. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Mm. And um, yeah, they're a, a mixed bunch. How did you meet them? Um, are Astra and Sariel there as well? We mm. say we're walking back. Yeah, so they'd be getting back with us. Actually, no, yeah, no, they'd be back because they got back before these two left. So they'd be on the ship. We don't have to be near you guys. Oh, no, no, that's fine. I was wondering. Um, well, I met Xander like four years ago now. Uh, and most of the others I've a lot longer. He, uh, we just like hired him and then he stuck around. <laughs> he said he stuck around because his bats liked me so much. More than last us one. I really miss him. I can't imagine. You must be very lucky to have so many friends. Yeah, I guess. Have so many people you care for and they care for you. We're gonna find them. I'm sure we will. Yeah. We'll help you. <sighs> she looks kind of... She like lets out a sigh of kind of like releasing stress. Mm -hmm. Because as Baldwin says that, she's like, yes, and I must free them from Arrakis. <laughs> mm -hmm. Some of them from Arrakis. Yeah. Uh, she's like thinking that. She doesn't say that. Mm -hmm. <sighs> jailbreak, jailbreak. <laughs> jailbreak, jailbreak. Heist. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm... I'm going to save them. The ones in Arrakis. I'm sure you will. Mm -hmm. And if we're around, we can help with that. Well, can't make promises for the others, but... If you want to, I'd welcome the help. Me. Yeah. I know that I have to... Well, Xander said he would find me. And I'm hoping that he's with Amara, that's the woman who was also on the poster. Mm. And maybe some others, I don't know. 
but I'm not... I, I know I need them with me before we can do that. Yeah, we so. We'll find them. Yeah. Rest assured. And then he just kind of pops your shoulder as well. <laughs> thank you. You're very sweet, you know. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I think you're very sweet as well. Very she strong. literally just like crumbles and is like, <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, you have your own way of being sweet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn to be savage. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean by that? Like, you really care for Astra. He's really sweet. You. Yeah, he's a good person. And you noticed that he wanted to go into that temple. You really were willing to go there for him. Even though I knew it was a terrible idea. I mean, (laughs) I was also willing to go there, so. Oh, I should've... I knew better, but I just... I'm not one to... abandon people to do things on their own. I know that sounds ironic. That's really sweet, you see? I think you're quite hard on yourself. You shouldn't be. What do you mean? I don't know, you always say... I should have been more like this, or I should have been more like that, or I should be stronger. You know? And I think you're plenty of those things. I mean, everyone everyone has room for improvement, you know? Of course, but you know, people are kind of like trees. Kind of like a plant. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So here's how I see it. When a plant is not really growing, or if it's decaying, you don't get angry at the plant and go, why don't you grow? You try to feed it back into health, you know? And I think it's the same with people. Instead of getting angry at yourself for things you might not like about you, you should try to nourish yourself back into health. Does that make sense? At least it looks like... <laughs> <laughs> saying this at least at first looks like incredibly confused and fair but she like her expression just kind of shifts to being more thoughtful the longer you speak and she's just kind of like yeah I guess that makes sense sometimes good for some people I like to think about it that way at least yeah you have a good point Thank you. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> he really does. It took everything for me to not just go. Uh. <laughs> um, instead of getting back on the ship, 
Mm -hmm. uh, Cassian's gonna go a little bit upstream mm -hmm. and unroll his bedroll and just sleep next to the river where he can hear the okay. water right okay. next to him, kind of like with a hand out and then bring it back in because. Fuck everyone else, he wants to be alone right now. He's not even gonna come back to give us explanations nope. why Renard is not back. <laughs> so both of them just disappear yeah. into the night. Oh, yep. you're able to see them with your dark vision. You can okay. see oh, them. Can we see, see Renard fully asleep? You can see him crouched over for like half an hour. He sat himself behind a tree. Oh. Like, he doesn't want to be sitting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought it was like tree backed up against it, but like you still see it. If not, then no, after the chat, you don't see where he comes back to. Would. We would have sensed that, like, mm. well, they're not back yet, that's all good. Yeah, after a while, we would be like, shouldn't they have been back by now? Mm. So you would have I seen mean, Cassian go past <laughs> and be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw Cassian. Yeah, Cassian well, you would have come on ship to get your bedroll and then, mm -hmm. um... Silently. <laughs> Cassian went that way, but his light's still up over there, so I'm assuming Renard's having a moment over there. Okay, what's he done to piss him off? After a while, it would drop off when Cassian falls asleep. Should we go check, just in case he murdered Ren or something? Oh, that would not be good. Mm. Someone want to go check on Cassie and someone want to go check on Ren? Yeah, I'll go check on Renard. I'll come with you. Mm. Okay. I'll look after the ship. <laughs> <laughs> someone needs to go see if Cassie's okay. Sorry. Okay. Would you mind? Okay, it's fine. Yeah. You're both able to find your respective quarries. Like yeah, Ren's behind a tree, but like you know where he was yeah. from the light, so you're able to walk up and Stand find there. him. He seems to be snoozing slightly. Is he asleep or is he dead? I think he's asleep. Hard to tell with the mask on. <laughs> Do you think he would be offended if I carried him back? I don't want to wake him. Oh, like a parent carrying you out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. He doesn't quite like to be touched. So. I don't think you should touch him without his permission when he's not even awake. Uh Does he look like deep asleep? Probably not too deep. He's no. snoozing. <laughs> I just kind of crouch in front of him a little bit and I'm just like, Renard? It would wake you. Yeah. You okay? I literally can't see you. Um oh. I I don't have a light spell. I'll take out my okay focus and just power it. Is that enough of a glow? Yeah, yeah, I'm close enough. It's just floating above my hand. Are you alright? Uh, everything okay with Cassian? Yeah, he's just an asshole, as unusual. Why he saved you? You seem quite upset. It's not really anything he said, it's just. I am. Um... I'm sorry, this, I don't want to. It's okay. It's okay. You want to go sleep in the ship? You did say you were tired of sleeping on the ground. This is the ground. <laughs> Thanks. The man makes a good point. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Come on, let's go. I'll take first watch. Okay. Yeah, I can take first watch with you. Sure. Sorry, no one heard that. Sure. <laughs> My voice. Um, he will trail after you back. At least, like, lighting yeah. away with the storms. Okay. With the fucking focus. You're walking back, Bolden. Yeah. Just, just look around the area and something catches your eye and the moonlight glints off a cluster of eyes deep in the trees. Nope. About ten feet above where Renard was. Um. <laughs> eyes? What? Oh, sorry, what? 
sorry. A lot of eyes. How <laughs> <laughs> to freak out two people. Um, um, maybe we should hurry. I think there I were a know. bunch of eyes right where you were. Uh, uh, at the noise, they silently move back up into the canopy of the tree. You put that spider off your no. <laughs> sir. No. sir. Illegal. Might have needed it. Not anymore. No, I wouldn't, because if Ronaldo's asleep, he's not going to get any defense. <laughs> <coughs> can I try and see where they went? Or is it just not You can make an investigation check, yeah? Nine. Okay. This is their habitat, at least. Let's just leave it. You step back into the tree line, you see a huge, huge spider slinking back into the trees. You look around and at least two, three more. Turning away. Let's go, my They're heading business. further back up into the trees. They were probably going closer down, seeing as Ronaldo's sleeping. I'll head back to the others mm. and whisper uh, the spiders Sariel mentioned. I think it might be more of them. They don't seem to follow you out the trees. Okay. Let's just get so we all made it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just easy prey. Mm. <sighs> just gonna go silently under deck. Mm. And, uh, I'm assuming there's like at least one bunk down there. Yeah, there's kind of like um, not like double bunks, but yeah, there are bunks like all around the side, kind of like, um, <coughs> like almost like sofas coming out, but like yeah. wide enough to lie on, mm -hmm. which line the entire cabin. You could all sleep in there. Sleepover. <laughs> yeah, it's basically one long my galley. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cramped. Seat myself down, like facing the steps back up to the deck. Mm -hmm. Get some writing paper out of my bag and like prop my bag on my lap and just start writing something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Did you go to Cassian? I did. Okay. Okay. No, nope, he's just lying, arms crossed, <laughs> staring up at the sky. <laughs> Angrily looks at the sky. I'm gonna come lay down next to him and also look at the sky. Okay. So you don't look like such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Did you two get in an argument again? I suppose you could call it that. I'm frustrated, sorry. You're frustrated a lot of the time. More so than usual. I... I don't usually have the best social graces outside of work practices because I'm usually lying to people. Truth is hard and harsh and sometimes you try and tell the truth. And then people insult you, and you act brashly, and you're not happy with any sort of outcome, so you just want to be alone. Do you want me to leave? You're fine. It's not that I don't think that you're here, but of all the people in this group, you are fine and good company. I'll take fine. How was your night out? Unexpected. Interesting. Killed a spider? I did. Don't normally do that. Not with these rituals. You've done this before? Every month. Every month. It's a bit different now. Not usually spider killing then? No. Hmm. 
full moon sort of deal. Yes. Hmm. I've done it for a very, very long time. It would feel strange to not do it now. That's understandable. Some of us, we fall with strange powers. Some people need that support in their lives. Something to believe in. I suppose so. And if your religion gives you comfort, that's fine by me. I don't know if it's necessarily the religion anymore, it's... The drive? The habit. Hmm. I do it for those who can't. Those who you have lost. She's quiet for a moment. It's okay. Those who I've lost and those who find themselves unable. A noble sentiment. I wouldn't call it noble. That's the least I can do. Well, I suppose someone has to do it, so... Hmm. What about you? Not about me. Any rituals you undertake to bring yourself comfort? Not in particular. Work was fine for a while. No, not so much. I still enjoy sewing, embroidery, but when it was a constant chore, it was not fun, you understand? You told me you were looking for adventure. Something new. Something new is more accurate. I'm just sick of what my life ended up being. Well, we live so long, we're lucky to have the time to change that. I'd rather not. You don't have to stay out here if you don't wish. No. I like watching her at night. Looks up the moon. Mm. She's quite a sight though, Marvelette. I just like the sound of the running water. I agree. Good night, Ariel. Good night, Kissy. This lead takes you under the stars. Those of you in the cabin, Take your turns um, resting and watching those of you who do, for the sake of experience. Nothing occurs, nothing presents itself in the night. The spiders don't seem to be getting closer, they don't seem to leave the tree line. Dawn comes, and with it, the shriek of toucans and parrots. And uh, Ren will be straight up um, at the at first light yeah. and start preparing the ship yeah. for another day of sailing, checking mm-hmm. all the lines. Yeah. Um, Elise will have at some point changed out of just like the tunic and trousers from Sanskrit she's wearing back into her old outfit. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's also like up and ready and doing Raring stuff. Go, getting it shipped. <laughs> yeah. Also, Ren's gonna, in, out here in the jungle, gonna shed the leather coat back down to the shirt and chainmail because, yeah. Warm. Warm. Yeah. Warm. <laughs> exactly. Do you all get back on the ship? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's get moving. When I come out onto deck, I'm gonna look at you and just sort of pat myself and throw you a coin purse. 
Um, Renard, for Renard a coin purse. Right out there. That's your 25 gold back. Told you I'd pay you back. Thank you. No problem. You haven't left yourself with nothing, have you? No, don't worry about me. You saw, I can make money quickly. Do you want your coin purse? Yes, please, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it looked fun to do that. I simply wanted to move this. Throwing 25 coins in it. I thought it would be less awkward than just sort of like, catch! Catch. <laughs> Catch! I will empty it into something in my bag and give you back the coin back. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, who's taking the lines today? I'll do it. Fine. Um, at least we'll approach Astra before they set off and just very quietly say, um, at some point when we have a break, would you mind taking a look at my back again? I'd rather I I'd rather I ask you first before you just heal, heal without cool. saying anything. Of course I can. Just say when. Mm-hmm. Thanks. No problem. Um, yeah. Un- uh, pull up the anchor. I'm at the bow lines. You set sail. Coming through. The wind not as strong, but coming in a more favourable direction. So you're able to sail just straight upstream. Are you doing anything while you sail? I'll just be watching out for anything of significance. No. Okay. Yeah, that's the option, Seventeen. Seventeen? Okay, okay. Sailing about two, three, four hours in, nothing much of, of consequence. At one point you do see ruined remains of like, like a little fishing, um, like a little cog, sort of battered and broken against so like stuck up against a tree root. It's very overgrown. Looks like it's probably been there for a while. It probably got damaged upstream and it's just floated down. Another few hours passed, shortly past lunchtime and we're sailing on and something does break up the line of the river ahead and can't really make out, out what it is at the moment. But you press forward and forward and fifteen minutes later you get close enough and you realise it. It looks like a skull, sort of, in the river, long and drawn out and sort of yellowish brown colour of bone that has been decaying for a long time. And as you get closer and closer, you realise the size of it. And this thing is probably about the size of your ship. Cassian loose the sails. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> uh, like- Releasing the sails, so the boat slows down to yeah. absolutely nothing, the sail flapping in the wind. Yeah. Um, Sorry, did you mean that the skull is the size of the ship? Yeah. Is it right in the middle of the water? It's on the edge of the okay. water. What sort of shape is it? Is it like a giant human skull or is it like a weird shaped... Animal? Are you staying in the ship or are you going out to look at it up close? How... I mean, would we have to swim or do we have like a little rope? You could, you could moor the ship at the side. Oh, okay. Should I take the Should we check this out? This looks interesting, right? Uh, maybe not go there ourselves. If you want, I could try and call upon an animal. Try and if I can see anything by its size. Sure. sure. Like through its size. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. You reach out and turn out this sort of wave of natural energy and even though you don't hear it respond, you feel it. And a, a face spirit somewhere out there steps through the boundary to our world and forms in our world for a second you can see through its eyes and feel through its senses before it begins to take take form this sort of 
amorphous energy at the moment. What form does it take? Well, can it be a hummingbird? It can be a hummingbird. <laughs> oh, stop! Boblum looks mm. up above and all of you follow his gaze as around the top of the mast is this tiny bejeweled hummingbird in like pea green to turquoise and this bright purple belly. Boblum puts out his finger and it lands on it. Stop! That's so beautiful. It's cute. Okay. Very pretty. Okay, I'll try and see. You can take a closer look for me, friends. And you see Bottom's eyes mirroring the these are like black orbs of um, of the hummingbird's eyes. Uh. And it <laughs> Bottom's mouth falls a little bit slack. Well, you can see he's very much still there and breathing, but the hummingbird comes up and off his finger, circles around everyone, and then darts off to the skull about 20-25 feet away. Do I recognise what's happening? What is I don't know if you know the spell. I don't know the spell, but have I seen anyone else do it? Uh, you... I would. Yes, I you would. If that's now a thing we can do. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, It'll be okay. It looks familiar to stuff you've seen before. <laughs> it looks familiar. <laughs> 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 what, what's happening then? He's okay, don't worry. He's yeah. looking through the hummingbird's eyes. Is he still, can he hear us? Not at the moment. His senses are with the bird, but his body is here. Um, mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Yeah. For everyone else, this is a new Unearthed Arcana feature that we are trying out. <laughs> Drew's being able to use Wild Shape to cast Fire Familiar. It's very cool. Okay. What the biggest hummingbird I see? You see yourself, your face sort of drop and go a little bit slack, but still very much there. And the rest of the party looking very concerned and confused. And back to the hummingbird and you. Well, back to you and you. And then you. <laughs> You You watch through its eyes and circle over the ship once and saw over to the skull. You see it's on its side. Uh, make a nature check. It is about the length of the ship. It's terrifying. Mm. Oh, run. It's a natural one. <laughs> no. Oh no, hummingbird. Oh, man. Something to blind hummingbird. Three. three, okay. It's hard to get a sense from from this direction from from up top so you kind of you spend a good two minutes sort of going around and taking like a wide berth and then looking up close and it's not before you get to a fang which is about a good meter meter and a half long sort of cresting out of its mouth you get a sense this might be a snake of some sort colossal big boy yeah but the skull itself (coughs) half embedded in the mud and half poking out chunks of it taken out above where the eye socket is a big gouge in the bone and there's no flesh left by this point this is old it is yellowed and snaved and there are patches of moss and bracken growing on it you fly through the eye sockets and there's a little family of toads who are <laughs> made it their home you well oh, Maybe. <laughs> He's on your shit list. <laughs> <laughs> Not my list. <laughs> that tone. Root toad, root gator. <laughs> you zoom out and you, your senses return to your own. And you, you blink your eyes and a few moments later, lands back on the finger. Thank you for the help. What did you see? Mm. So I saw 
big, big skull, but look very like snake. It's a big, big snake. Have you ever heard of giant snakes? I mean, we some saw that giant goater. Yeah, some chunks of her skull were missing. Oh. Although the skull did look quite old. Mm. So I don't know if that means of our safe Definitely or not. Definitely a snake, not like a, not was a dragon. Was a family of toads living in it? <laughs> okay. Mm. Want to oh. try to eat me? <laughs> Just for the record, you can speak while you're in... Um, while you're in okay. yeah. Oh, so I could have been relating the whole thing to Yeah, that. sorry. I just yeah. Said, I yeah, that's what I didn't want. Still dead in the eyes, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did it look as though we might be able to find anything useful in there, or...? Just Should we just sail around it? I just saw a family of toads. Okay. Unless you want to take a look at the skull, take its head giant fangs. But I don't know if I would recommend that. Might it be worth something. Well, the last time we went wandering around in the wreckage, manticores attacked us. Hmm. So we sailed past? Can I, um, unroll the map, sort of just gauge how far we've come? So <coughs> you probably have another day sailing until you get to Lake Fellow. Okay. Um, so vaguely with my understanding of maps can I mark on where this yeah, about yeah. where this is on the river? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I wonder what could have killed something that big. Yeah. I wonder if it's still around. You did notice it was just the head. Mm. You didn't see the rest of the body. If everyone wants to make a perception check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. 21. 21, okay. 16. Okay, so you two noticed that sort of around where the head is, it was all like embedded in the bank. Looking near it, the trees are slightly thinner to where it's almost like the patchy mm. with the, in the forest just off where the head is. It's not as dense there as it is um, everywhere else. You see that too, right? Yeah. You don't have any idea what that might mean? Do I have an idea from like what I know from nature? Stuff. Perhaps the head rolled down and because it is slightly sloped coming down to the river, perhaps it rolled down, knocked some of the trees out of the way a while ago, and they haven't grown back as thickly. Oh, okay, I relate that information. Yeah. So, so there might be something of that, either dangerous or interesting. Like, can you send your hummingbird to look? Um. Yeah, I guess I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. I? Is it the same as using bit shape twice, or is it still the same? It's the same, the same one, you're keeping it up. Oh, so okay. it will last for uh, <coughs> half a druid level, so two hours. Oh, okay. Okay, yes, yeah, so you yeah. send... Friend for two hours. Yeah. Tiny friend. You send it off, it will go past your scope. So it can go look at stuff, and then when it gets back into range, it can like convey the visions to you. Yeah. So it's gone for about five minutes. Then you hear the... And it perches on your shoulder, and these visions flash into your mind. It soared over the head and up through the forest, up this slight bank. Once it crested the bank, it came to the remains of the snake. This titanic creature, probably 50 meters in length, the remains of it, these rib cages, each easily twice as high as a human, and half embedded in the mulchy soil and curving round, remaining very dead where it is, entwined and around another corpse, another skeleton just as old, but enormous, giant. You see, sticking out of the mulch, where the neck ends, 
the hilt of an ancient sword, stone, incredibly large. It's hard to gauge a sense of scale, being you're seeing through this thing's eyes, but there was probably a fight between a giant of old and this enormous snake a long time ago. Much of the giant's corpse, the skeleton, is completely overgrown with greenery and fungi and plant and trees growing through the rib cages. Where it sat, you see patches of stone underneath, sort of just pushing through sort of the greenery and as if the giant has fallen on the top of this thing, on top of these, these patches of stone, you're looking beyond it and what seems to be like a hill rises out of the greenery of this sort of mountain forest. At the top of it, just in the distance of your hummingbird eyes can see something glittering, gold, catching the sunlight at the top of this hill. I really, yeah, as you're relaying that. Mm -hmm. this is yeah, yeah. Relaying it. Well, I'd very much like to go and have a look. Um, I look at him in the complete surprise because I thought I was about to have to defend the fact that I also want to go and have a look at this. Just kind of like, yeah, me too. Yeah. There are very few things that I'm particularly interested in changing the course for, but something that old I'm very interested in. Yeah, absolutely. If everyone's okay with that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't mind. I see no reason not to. Just make sure to take the ship with us. Yeah. I'm gonna yes. hurry and pull the sails in myself to yeah. over there. I'll be something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Step off the ship onto the ground, holding the bottle in your hand. Not really sure what's going to happen, and you tentatively hold it away from you. The cork, and you hear the this sort of crack and suction noise, and you see the ship folding into itself into ways that are impossible to comprehend and it hurts your eyes and you find yourself looking away from it as this sort of defies physics and everything that you understand your head hurts for a second and then you see the tiny little model ship just rocking on the wave this big ripple from where water once was washes out and it laps over all your feet the boat so in the, in the bottle, <laughs> the bottle vanished from your hand, and mm -hmm. so it's now the the boat and the bottle washed towards you. Oh, that's cool. Oh, and I just pick it up. Wow. I tried to watch as much of the transformation as I physically was. Yeah, able yeah, yeah. To, and you can watch it. It's just it's like, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. Like, <laughs> it like hurts. It hurts my head a little bit to watch it for the first time. Just seeing this thing fold into space that isn't there. That's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Oh my god, I know so many people who would lose their fucking minds over this. So do I. There's a Myself sharp... Included. Sorry, there's a sharp, like, citric smell. Afterwards. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put it in the pouch of my arcane focus. Mm -hmm. Take off up the hill. Okay. You walk up to the skull and sort of through the thinning trees past it. It's about a two minute walk up the bank through like the thinner trees, was almost like a path. The trees here do look smaller and thinner than the ones around it. Can I kind of keep a lookout for like creatures yeah, or anything? Yeah, yeah, make a perception check. There might be watching us. Nice, okay. Uh, looking through, you do see signs of wildlife, but mostly of uh, a very small like birds and bugs and small beasts. You see one sort of pig-like looking creature with this long snout, kind of blue and red um, furs come out of the undergrowth and then 
<laughs> now you can be that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to? Yes! <laughs> you see it retreat back into the undergrowth and then pop back out and another three, four, five appear and fall. <laughs> Snuffling. Pretty well, the fogs. Mm, pretty much, yeah. You do hear a <laughs> and one about four or five times larger than the other. Just, yeah, just appears at the tree line, just sort of staring you down. It looks sort of like a pig with an elephant's tusk. I'm sorry, elephant's trunk, but it does have two sort of serrated, oddly sized tusks coming out of this blue and red fur and just sort of. <laughs> looks at all of you before heading back into the undergrowth, but as beset by that as you are, you don't see any threats and you're, you're certain of it. <laughs> okay. You walk up the hill and you crest over this bank. It seems to almost dip slightly a little bit again, but not fully. And you do see before you in the distance, about 150 meters away, this sort of conical hill, almost like a pyramid, but not really quite. It does seem to be vegetation, natural, but at the top, almost a crest of something rectangular and flat poking out the top of it. As you step over, the light catches something, and something gold glimmers in the distance and just shines at the top of this thing. But before you, the first sight you see is these two skeletons wrapped in the dance of death from hundreds of years ago. It's hard to gain perspective from this side, where you're standing at the base of this giant's head, wrapped up in the body of this snake, limbs everywhere, contorted and twisted and the end of the snake stopping abruptly at the top of the, the the top of the hill basically looking to the side the hilt of an ancient enormous sword sort of stuck out of the mulch and grass you look up at it and it goes about 10 feet high it's a good three four feet wide i'm going all the way down to the pommel and inscribed with these ancient intricate detailed runes, most of them grown over with moss and worn down, but still clear to see. You look over, you do see the entirety of, uh, of these two beings, with the, perhaps the giant lost his life as he managed to behead the creature, and its head rolled down the hill. Are the runes familiar to me at all? Uh, they don't look like a language you speak. Okay. I don't believe you speak giant, no. Um, Elise will immediately take out her journal and as they're walking around it she starts to kind of sketch over like a double page she starts to like sketch the whole like the two interspersed yeah. bodies and the sword mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the runes in the sword as well yeah yeah you can't see the blade of the sword anymore it looks like it's completely rotted away the hilt the handle and the pommel are very much still there and they're this solid blue gray stone Ren looks like, his, he still hasn't got his face mouth back on. He looks genuinely, incredibly excited. Yeah. And he just, sort of, skipping his step past Astra. It's just like, let's check it out. And then hug your tail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Astra just g giggles and grabs his tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even look back, I just go yeah. down to check out this long ancient sword. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cassian goes quietly tearing off ahead to follow whatever the gold glimmer is. Okay, okay. So. You head off and you sort of walk around the head of this creature and you see a humanoid <coughs> skull but colossal proportions. Each eye socket about a metre or so wide. You can go past that 
through the collarbone into the ribs. The ribs are just sort of half in, half out of the dirt, and you're able to walk through them like this chapel of overarching beams of bone, covered in moss and lichen with trees and roots growing through. Okay? Your step finds patches of firm, and then patches which are softer. As the sort of ground comes up halfway through the ribs, it you, you sort of step over some things, and sometimes it's mulch and moss and trees and vegetation which is just sort of risen up and is everywhere, but there are patches of white stonework, square and in line and perpendicular to each other. Mm -hmm. Make an investigation check. Oh, 21. Yeah. 21. You, you take a second and you have an idea. You step out of the skeleton for a second and sort of just shamble up onto the wrist and, and you, you stand on this thing and look out and trace some lines and some other and you realise this might be the remnants of a town underneath this thing. Maybe this battle happened hundreds of years ago on a town and these patches of stonework are the tops of buildings <coughs> and the mulch over the years, the bracken and dirt and leaves and vegetation has just grown so much that it's grown almost completely over it. And you look out to the distance of this hill and it's probably a part of this town as well. You're able to make out chimney tops and the, just the corners of like stone facades and flashings and where you're standing is basically the top of a street, like an avenue moving up to this hill. Mm -hmm. But much of it shattered and broken and now completely overgrown yeah. by the weight of these two colossal beings. So I'm sort of on top of some of the bones now. Yes, get this yes, view. yes. Yeah, in which case I'll call out to whoever's closest and sort of go, you might want to come get a view from up here. Mm -hmm. Brendan's going to jog over straight yeah, away. Right away. And right away. What have you seen? Yeah, this... These two titans have fallen on top of a town. I can see where the rooftops and chimneys used to be. Oh, that's very sad. You're able to climb on top yeah. of like, the wrist, and you could even climb on top, like climb up the ribs to be on the side of oh, the ribs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're able to help each other up and use the various lines like, <laughs> cracks and Spider-Man. If you wish, you're able to pull each other up, and you stand a good 10, 12 feet on the top of this carcass with a rib cage with the remains of the snake winding around it and sort of burrowing under now where the ground is around this thing and you can see it was throttling its neck the giant's neck Is this anything I've ever read about? Not at all Wow No You mean you've read about giants and like there are tales of mythic snakes but you don't know any particular story of a battle happening here This is beautiful it's tragic. Very tragic. But look at the way that nature reclaimed everything back. It's stunning. You see where there would be the remains of a belt buckle, of patches of armour, each of them huge, some like metal segments which have remained and grown over and rusted and decayed, but still barely there, invisible. You see the remnants of what was probably once its satchel, similar in design to yours, but you could all fit inside it, it's like a tent, just sort of hanging there and mostly decayed and hanging over. Clearly a bag at one Is that point. like a pouch on a belt? Yeah. I pointed it at like, let me see if there's anything still inside it. Giant rations? Giant, giant rations. rations? Do you want do more, rations? more rations? Ancient giant rations. I want to see what's 
in what's left of the town if we can look in any of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the town is almost completely submerged and grown over by just years and years of plant growth. Like as like a rainforest grows with dirt levels actually like lift up over hundreds of years. And it's done that, it's pretty much reclaimed this town. You you could like dig some out and access in through the top perhaps. You do notice, so after pointing this out, you've noticed that at the top of the hill, there is structure visibly poking out of yeah, the top. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. At least turns to Boblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you made that hut for us in the jungle, uh, in the swamps, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that spell you used, do you think you could use it to dig so that we could see what's inside these buried buildings? I can try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know that spell to do? Yes, I do, because it's a trip. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that spell? <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny way. Yeah. Funny spells. Funny spells. The head pops up, funny swords. Still living in the town. <laughs> no, he pops up from outside the pouch. <laughs> he just walks out of there. <laughs> oh I still want to try and check out the pouch though. Yeah, okay, okay. You sort of bounce beam along the ribs and like jumping from one to the other to get down to the waist and get to the remnants of this pouch and it is mostly overgrown there are roots growing completely through it but make an investigation check dirty. Oh, so dirty <laughs> five total five okay okay you dig through and sort of chuck some chunks of plant and root and branch out of the way and you find a lot of stuff which just seems to be just decayed and just rotten over like some bits of wood. You do find some of the things that are left around. You find one large, almost seems like like a crystal in a sort of like, like, like teardrop shaped. A bit bigger than your fist. Now, take it. Mm-hmm. Um, you find what seems to be the remnants of maybe two or three people, like normal sized. But by this point, complete decay, nothing more than bones and dust. It's a bag of bones. <laughs> it's a bag of bones. <laughs> on one of them, this sort of cuff on the top of the side of their skull, just sort of resting on it, which is inscribed further with runes as well. The same language, no, not a different one? Looks, you don't recognise it. It looks like another runic language, but um, not one that you recognise. Right. Okay. Um, uh, so what is it? Like a like, like a ear cuff? Yeah, sort of like, like a bit of jewellery. I take it. Okay, okay. Um, you find... So what was it made from? Uh, it seems to be like brass or... Uh, on another of the corpse you find a few like um, like bands, like armbands, but they look like uh, like um, inscribed snakes. Like, like one snake is a whole thing. Like, like what are they made from? Banding around. Like copper perhaps? I'll take those as well. Like, like long bracelets basically. Yeah, sure, yeah. I would like to be heading to the bit we can see above ground. Yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. So you sort of pad through like walking over the firm stone and then over the sort of mulchy ground on the back home. You get to the bottom of the hill. It's probably like like 20 meters high maybe. It's a fairly gentle slope. You're able to get up and you begin to climb and we'll say at least you can Yeah, I was about to say I would have climbed yeah. back up. I follow Renard. Mm-hmm. I brought a skull with me, I'm just like, yeah. mate, handing it along next to me. Okay. <laughs> Waiting for someone to notice. <laughs> oh yeah, the, that's right. Maybe Frank got You find what seems to be currency, but each coin is about the size of like a small plate. And have a hole, oh, I take those. Have a hole punched in them. They're very sort of fragile, not, not decayed by any means, but sort of much thinner than you would expect for something of 
such size. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Oh, oh. They do also have like like ring inscriptions on them as well. They seem to be bronze. Okay. Ash is taking his time following you mm -hmm. as well, just sort of taking everything in and like running his hand across all of the overgrown bones and stuff. So casting is closest behind me. Yeah. I'm gonna turn around looking very excited and just be like, Are you gonna come inside? Sure. I'm following my I'm racing. If, you, if you're racing, I'm racing you. Oh <laughs> Don't activate oh the challenge within me. If you want to, make oh, that check. Children! Boys! Calling after some of us have only got short legs! <laughs> I have oh, minus two, two athletics! 21. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 12. <laughs> but as soon as he starts pulling ahead, Misty Step. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I will use your your feet. You'll sort of half run, half scrabble, and pull yourself up and as you go, you running and you grasp one bit and a chunk of vine falls off, exposing stone underneath, sort of peels back, and you glance at it in amazement and keep going up to the top. You sort of crest over where the hill sort of naturally don't and as Good like, like three, four foot lip of stone. You hop over, and say all of you, roughly within short distance. You getting there a little bit before Renard, and um, <laughs> everyone sort of gets out like a little bit panting. And that's cheating. <laughs> Use what skills you have. Yeah. He's right. You see, at least can fly. Mm. She's yeah. got a skull hovering next to her. Do my new friend. Mm. Very. Classy. What's his mm -hmm. name? Yorick. <laughs> what? I was trying not to say it. <laughs> Sariel just rocks up. Yorick. <laughs> I was trying Sorry. so hard to think of anything else. No. Yorick. Is you that from the beam or did you just come up with it? I don't know, it just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. As Elise is showing off the skull, we're trying to climb inside okay. the building. Yeah, okay, so you, you get to basically a stone square, like a stone lip, and you climb over and you see the area that you're on is probably um oh actually wait i might have a map of it Ooh. Um, oh. not one that That's i've so printed exciting. out but, <laughs> it's um, like the happiest friend to an episode when astro wants to go inside a temple it's not fun <laughs> <laughs> everyone's on board so you're standing on a lip of stone about three feet higher and there's an indent below you it's about 30 feet across is square, so 30 feet each way. The indent okay. is? The, the outer bit, so the indent is five feet shorter. That's, so sorry, it's a lip of five feet then. Um, so that's 20 feet across, okay? So it's sunken in by two, three feet, all made of this same light-colored stone. In the middle, you see this circular sort of dais raised with what seems to be a, like, a, like an uplifted cross on it almost, like a bracket. You see piles and piles of foliage and leaf and vines all around the edges, all which are sort of um, like, a, like a covering the edges of the lip up. I'm gonna start clearing them. Okay, okay, okay. You begin <laughs> pouring it away, pulling it and pulling it, and you see a glimmer of gold underneath. You separate it and pull it, and then you pull one last leaf, and something <laughs> flies out from underneath you from the pile of vines in front of you, zooms past you like an extremely powerful manga, sticks to the cross, okay? You look at it, your heads all snap around, this sort of football-sized orb of 
gold stuck to this cross, held perfectly in the bracket. A shockwave blasts off. I'd like you all to make a constitution saving throw. Ooh, bloody hell. Everyone's so excited about it, Bernard. Nice. 21. Uh, constitution Okay. 23. 11. Okay. 11. 17. Okay. I also got 11. Mm. All of you are not prone for a second. As the force of hits you, you're not hurt. You're knocked onto your ass. Okay? You fall. As ringing hits you, uh, so that's Cassie and Sarah, Bob and Astro. As a ringing hits you, you're stunned for a second. It takes you a minute to gain your bearings. You, you two are okay. Elisa's up and I scramble straight back to it. Okay, okay. You put a hand back, and above the lip, where the lip came up, you you feel solid resistance, and you look back to you, and you look now, and the vines have been thrown clear off. Not just the top lip, but you're off the entire building, as if the shockwave came from within, perhaps, and has blasted the vines off the entire building. You look down at a stepped pyramid, and at the base of it, the buildings surrounding this, the vines and mulch have been blown off this as well. A bunch of the bones of the two titans have been shattered and turned to dust, up to about the knees and the tail end of this. You see the remnants of streets, pillars, houses, all sorts of buildings, mostly built in this white stone, but now stained green and brown from years of being covered up. And you look and try to lean over, but where the pyramid steps up, the wall is almost continued with some invisible wall of force, and you push against it, and try as you might, you cannot push. Okay, I'll come um, check. I mean, it's obviously, so that's obviously magic. Can I like identify what it is? Are you taking the ten minutes? Yeah, like to see if okay. it's a spell that could be dissipated or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, which it, means I will help the others up. Okay. Okay. It seems to be a wall of force. What? Would I know what that means? It's a high level spell. Where some of the vines have been, you now see a door has been exposed, which seems to lead down into stairs, going into this building. Right. Looking at the cross, you, which is sort of upraised and uplifted a little bit, the ball on top of it just moving around ever so slowly and humming with distinct arcane energy. What the hell was that? I don't think I need to say this, but as I'm like casting, this is extremely high level magic. Far beyond me, and I'm pretty sure any of us. Right, this sure looks interesting as hell. Are we trapped? I can't think of a way to dispel this, but so, there is a doorway. So down we go. I would say I can cast fine traps before we run into Yes, stuff. I was about to say. No more getting crossbow bolts stuck in your lease. Mm-hmm. You notice um, about 60 feet and then 80 feet below you roughly mm-hmm. within the building. Anything? Um, about 60 feet and then 80 feet below us. Uh, As Bobham says that, from the doorway, you sort of from down the stairway below, you see fire ignite. Brackets on the side of the stairwell. Like torches or like traps? Like torches, like braziers on the side. Well, that's interesting. Oh, the welcoming committee is rolling out for us. Oh, boy. 
Ash is going to use, uh, just on the nearest little bit of flame, to sort of try and use his um, prestidigitation to see if he puts it out while it comes back on. <laughs> Put it out and it, after about 30 seconds it begins to smoulder again and then burns and ignites. Well that's interesting. You can't put the flames out again. Mm. Then we have to go down because we're trapped up here. Yeah. <laughs> you seem excited about this. I didn't think you or people would be excited about this. Well, there's a lot of things you don't know about me. We'll mm. proceed with caution downstairs. You just refused to take a okay. Okay. arcane weapon from me, and now you're getting all excited about this magical tomb. <laughs> so the there a door near the top, and it's sort of going around the inside of this pyramid. Yeah, so it's going down Into and inside to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sarah's a bit wary. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like going subterranean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not like the. Yeah. The That's why I said a bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Um, Just remember that there's a trap. Yes. Yes. So there's a door. There's a door. Go yes. I'm gonna see if I can push it open with the end of the javelin. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to touch this. You see a flurry of dust. Just off into the room. You see lit as as you push open the door. More lights burst into flame. You can't see them because of the out of the angle of the door right now but it lights up the room and you see a desk in front of you in this dusty office you see the room curving around the desks in front of you span the whole width of the wall covered in like an inch of dust each on them just reams and reams of papers and books and scrolls and parchments the backs of the walls more bookcases just stacked with dozens and dozens of tomes and writings Posters and scrawlings and maps and notes all plastered across the walls. You look to your right, the chamber opens up. The same stone floor, but unmarked, completely untouched. Decades and centuries, centuries of dust build up. In the middle of the room, a long desk. Underneath, more dust and cobwebs. Strange, fantastical instruments, devices, machines, some that look slightly like telescopes, some that look like um, like, uh, like planetary models, some that look like rulers and measuring devices and scales and some you don't recognize at all. Hints of brass and copper underneath the dust but you can't really see too much. You look up into the roof, the ceiling is painted in this dark blue black but sprawled across it are dozens and dozens, hundreds and thousands of marks, each with tiny, tiny bits of lettering. You look up and see sections of them joined, forming pictures and signs and sigils. It looks like a star map, but not one that you've seen. It's almost like sections of folding against each other and interlapping where you know they shouldn't. This Um, is incredible. Yeah, as I'm stepping in, I call back over my shoulder, Bubbling, there were no traps on this level, right? <clears throat> you said they were further down, I think. I think, yeah, further down, 60 feet ahead. Is that right? About that, yeah. So, so, that, so would we know? So, like, like 40 feet below you. Oh, okay. Currently. Yeah, yeah, but like, like 30, 40 you feet said below. 60 feet ahead. Yeah, 60 feet below. Oh, below. And, 80, and then 80 feet below. So oh, and that was when you were on top. Oh. So now it's even lower. But the, you don't sense a trap on this floor. <clears throat> so, this should be safe. Well, Potentially, from traps. we should still be careful. Perhaps the traps were stopping people getting up here, but we'd come in the top. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the desk and investigate. Yeah, same. Right there. Go over to the desk? Okay, okay. Um, What do you do? do do? Um, I'll just shift through papers. Yeah, okay. You pick up 
papers and uh, sorry, you're going to the one in the centre or the ones around the edges? The centre. Okay. On that one, there's not so many papers. There are a few. You go and you touch a few and the sort of edges of them just just crumble to dust as you touch them. But the majority are intact. As you put your hands down and the wind moves slightly, gust just, the gust just blows the dust off these things. You see copper banding over brass tubes and clear um, sort of lenses at the ends of these things which are almost like telescopes and then these scales which have seven different axes and all held in different points. Machines that you can't comprehend the meaning of at all. You see one sort of dish held up with two prongs coming out over the centre holding uh, what looks like uh, like a ring in the centre but it has two bands uh, parallel to each other, so kind of forming almost like a sphere. You look close and they're joined by two tiny screws and on them are tiny, tiny, tiny inscriptions. In what language? Uh, not a language you recognise, but reading through, at least you recognise some fragments of it. Um, and what's, in, what's this on, sorry, which object was On this the on? ring, which is held on these two prongs and one sort of large brass dish. There are elements of it in Elven, which actually you three would recognise. There are elements in Infernal, which you recognise. Nice. Yeah. What do the pieces that I can read say? It's very, very hard. It's so, so small. You'd probably have to put it under a microscope to see. You just make out like one or two letters which aren't covered in by dust. Those rings may be like a few millimetres wide. I'll scrub the dust off. Pick it up and blow it in. The bands fold in on themselves. You touch it and they kind of sink in to become one full ring. You tap it again and they all spin round. You find there are now actually eight bands. So you hold it by sort of the top and the bottom. It's the size of a ring, but there are eight bands revolving round. They sort of revolve around each other freely. Does it seem like it's mechanical or arcane? Uh, you you see two screws, like tiny, tiny screws, holding it together, um, where the, the rings intersect, but there is definitely a sense of the arcane as well. Can I identify? You can, you take, if you're taking the ten minutes to, yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, do that because people are going to be searching other things. Yeah, okay, so everyone else. <coughs> I'll look at the bookshelf then. Okay, okay. Are yeah. there any languages that I recognise? Uh, yeah, you do recognise some. A lot are in a language you don't recognise, but you do see elements in common. Uh, yeah, you pull some of the scrolls out, and the ones that don't turn to dust when you touch them, the ones that sort of bound away in like leather scrolls, you look at and unwind, and you see writings and writings on gates travelling, and the plains, and connections notes sort of annotations on the main body of text which you don't recognize it's hard to get a full comprehension of everything that's going on and you sort of work your way around the room and the things on the left of the room seem to be older the things over to the right seem to be newer where the things are older they're all stacked in orderly and alphabetized and categorized on the other side of the room where it's busier there are just stacks and stacks of papers and things stuck to wall with daggers or wedged between stone and sort of like lines drawn over the wall itself from one document to another to a scroll down on the table and by the end of it the more recent ones the writing is 
janky and large and out of form and seems to switch. It becomes spikier and darker and seems to shift in in the writings of it. He's writing the language of it. Does anyone know what any of this is? I mean, it looks like a laboratory of some kind. A research, yeah. Um, I'd like to make an investigation check to see if there's anything sort of hidden in the room. Okay, well, whereabouts are you going? Uh, just sort of around the edges, looking to see if there's maybe like devices or yeah. you know how sometimes you get trapped bookcases or just yeah, stones yeah. in the wall or like a dagger okay, that's okay. yeah you're just sort of like in this half of yeah. the room just right like now. something hidden mm-hmm. <clears throat> 10 okay okay uh, you do look around and once you get into the middle you do see on the other side in the other side of the chamber there is what seems to be like a an onyx ball wrapped in these copper bands cracked lying on the ground Okay. Um, sort of just in the middle of the ground. And then on the other side, more desks. All of these ones look more disorderly and messed up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to go check out the ball. Okay, okay. I'm gonna put the casting. Okay. As you walk past like the section of doors, the middle section, you hear a rumble coming from the stone below you. Uh, I'd like to roll initiative. Oh, oh, no. oh. Did my identify happen before? No, that because it would have okay. been interrupted. I'll pocket that thing. Yeah. Sorry. Twenty-five to twenty. Twenty-two. Oh. Huh? Nice. Sounds really well. Nineteen to fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, Fourteen. Wait, that's not it. <laughs> Never mind. That's fine. Okay, I can't do maths. Fifteen. <laughs> it's very late. We're all good. We can't do maths. Okay. It's true. It's true. Fourteen to ten. Okay. Nine to five. Six. Oh wow. I used a different dice this time. Because I was like, fuck that one, that one fucked me. You loaded to four. I, I made the mistake of, oh, hello. Why is it always me with the big things? So you hear the fall. The orb drops into the ground, it sinks into the stone below. Scared. And in its place, you see a head rise. Look, look to be built of stone and clay and brick and rock and mud. <laughs> rise out of the ground. Broad shoulders, nearly five feet wide. A torso going down into just a column of stone writhing out of, um, out of the ground where it is. Two dull green lights burning where it's, um, where its eyes would be. Two heavy club-like arms formed at the side. It's <laughs> moving towards you. Okay. Sariel, you're going first. I would like to cast fairy fire on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Is that uh, that's a deck save, right? Okay. Roller. <laughs> Roller. That's a sixteen. So fuck. Doesn't take. You reach out and cast it, but the thing is so alien that you don't understand. It's not got any biological components. For a second, it throws you spell <coughs> fizzles away. Uh, Renard. I would like to bait and switch. This Ooh, is a new okay. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, what uh, is that? Um, so I'm going to make a melee attack against the creature, and whether or not I hit, Cassian and I will switch places. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cassian will get a bonus to his AC, mm-hmm. um, and I will, yeah, I will then be in his spot right in front of the creature. Okay. Okay. Um, so moving quickly, <coughs> I just 
pull arm out and just pull Cassian behind me and switch places. Okay, okay. Uh, you get an AC bonus of extra three. Oh! Snacking. Oh! Um, <laughs> that is going to be 18 to hit the creature. Okay, 18, your sword does sink in. It moves like through clay and you feel it gets stuck. It's definitely in, roll damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> Works like, ooh, I know my damage is, it is, that is 10 damage. Okay, okay, you managed to yank it out afterwards. It probably didn't do as much damage as you hoped. It doesn't look to be very hurt, but a little chunk of it. Then I'd like to bonus action kick it back. Uh, does it have to be your size? Are you doing a shove attack? No, you're just a strike. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, okay, so just make another attack. Uh, uh, 14 to hit. You, you try again, your your foot just <laughs> connects off the rock. Yes, yeah, I just land back to brace myself like, whoop. <laughs> okay, okay. Hello. Elise. Um, via magical studies, would I have any idea what sort of elements I might be vulnerable to or not? Make an arcana check. Um, 19. 19, not sure, Ooh. but it's... You don't know what it's vulnerable to, but with that, you know the regular attacks, if they're not magical, probably won't do much to it. Um, In mechanical terms, it has uh, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, right. and slashing, non-magical. Resistance but, to Renard. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, I'm not going to give you its vulnerability. That's fair. But, um, I will back, sort of all my allies in the way. <laughs> I will sort of come around to here, yeah, I guess, okay. get a clear shot from there yeah. at all. I'll you go around to there and as You I'm like going, vault over the table, you do the cool slide. Yes, like, the slide <laughs> Like one instrument like falls off, but it's yeah. And I pocket that ring thing. Yeah, yeah, you already pocket that. Um, and I'll yell out, I don't think weapon attacks are going to work on this thing, it has to be hit with something arcane. You're um, telling me! <laughs> a lot of fireball at it. Okay, okay, uh, make an attack. Uh, 18. 18 slams into the center of its chest. Nice. Growls. Angry eyebrows form in the rock. <laughs> seven. Uh, seven? Okay, that's fire damage, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Who's fighting the thing from the Fantastic Four? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> F in the chat for the thing. F. 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 Big F. <laughs> okay. I turn around and cast. Thank you. Turn around. <laughs> I cast Moonbeam. Get him. Oh okay, okay. Thing is. Get him. Okay, uh, what's it say? Constitution. Constitution. Oh, yeah. Constitution. Okay, the Moonbeam hits it with your roll damage. This circle of silvery light opens up. In the star map above you. Oh, nice. nice, okay. You see it burn down over it. Little chunks do sizzle off. It takes half damage if it succeeds, right? Yeah. Okay. So still 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Good job, Lum. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, Cassian, you'll go. Um, is this thing, did you say rock or stone? It looks to be like it's made of rock and stone, yes. <sighs> uh, I reach out my wand and behind it like centering on its head as to avoid Renard. Yeah. 
I cast Shatter. Yes. Uh, what is the damage type of Shatter? Thunder damage. Okay. Uh, and creature made of inorganic materials yeah. such as stone. What is the radius on it as well? Um, yeah. Ranged uh, 10 feet sphere. Okay, okay, so it will hit the ceiling and the wall as well. Behind it, just oh. so you know. Okay. Cool. Um, so it's got disadvantage on a yep. con 14 save. It is definitely made out of stone. So, okay. Con save, what's the... Uh, actually, I've got your DC. Yeah, and it's disadvantage. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah, boy. It's a 19 to 3. So that's failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that is 11 thunder damage. 11 damage, okay. This... Invisible explosion goes off behind it and just rocks the creature. It sways forward, chunks of boulder from its shoulders <laughs> falling off. It does a lot more damage than you expected it to, and <laughs> cracks form in it. Nice. Okay. It <laughs> sways Thanks forward. for the range, Renard. <laughs> uh, sorry, what did you say the damage was? Eleven. Okay. Astra, you'll go. Going to use dissonant whispers on it. Okay. It doesn't need to know your language, does it? No. Okay. Um, it's Wiz 13 save that needs to make. Mm -hmm. Okay. It doesn't seem to take... Like, like the spell doesn't seem oh. to... Oh! Slash. Okay. It just says I'm caught Astro calling you ugly in its head then. <laughs> <laughs> Angry eyebrows. <laughs> Intensify. It's like, you're an ugly bugger, right? <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Um, doesn't understand your language, but no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's going to... For a second, it reels back and then drops below the ground, melding into the stone itself. It um, reappears, the stone cracking and reforming oh around God. it. And there. Hello! <laughs> I did it a big hurt, huh? <laughs> yeah, you pissed it off. From this angle, it's like... I'm going to use my, my nice bronze dice. Ooh. 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 Have you got your plus three bonus? I know I do! <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, um... That's an 18 and a natural 20. Oh. And we both hit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You see it disappear and then a few seconds later, rise out the stone next to you, putting you into shadow. Oh, for fuck's okay? sake. <laughs> Forms and boom, swings down towards you. Okay. You take 17 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. And then on the crit, mm -hmm. 32 points of bludgeoning Oof. damage. Oh, these two titanic fists made of stone slam into you twice. <laughs> you can see Cassie's body just battered and thrown to the ground. He slams into the wall. Blood just pouring out of his nose and his ears. Okay, Sari, you'll go. I'm gonna run over to him and cast Cure Wounds at level two. Okay, okay. You feel a cold hand on you and then warmth and it spreads through. Open your eyes from the ground, your head ringing. Ten points back. Thank okay. you. You okay? Wow. <laughs> Where did that put me up to 11? 
broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take it. Just kind of smile at you with blood trickling out of the face. <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Uh, seeing Cassian go down so suddenly, even with Saranga running over, I'm just gonna attack it with javelin. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, you might. Oh, no, no, you're more than five feet away. You're more than five feet away. Natural 20. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, you step back, breathe in, and launch the javelin. Yes, you step sorry. back, take the reins. Scream the command word. Carry Shay. Is one, you let it loose from your hand. The second it leaves your hands, it splits and forms this bolt of lightning five feet wide, which just <laughs> slams into the creature. And then along came Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. It's so Against cool. the Titans. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. yeah. You know, at least takes out a potato. <laughs> That's for all you Okay, uh, alright. <coughs> so 13 minutes. Okay, okay. Uh, if you roll 46. 46. Ooh. 46, I'm getting the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, baby. <laughs> okay, five. Nine. Okay, the bolt of lightning hits him, cracks his blinding flash of light before you see the javelin stuck out of it again. It looks rocked. It's not going to do anything but infuriates my bonus action. Like both of my gloves are going to light up and I'm just going to be staring <laughs> down like... Okay, okay, yeah, cool, cool. It really is. At least. <laughs> Cassian points a potato. <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> Seeing this, Elise shouts, I told you it would be useful, and then I'm gonna hop back up over the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I get up on the table over here? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that a bookshelf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a desk all the way around, as well as that table in the middle. Yeah, there are bookshelves against okay. the wall. Oh, okay. Like, um, beyond the desk. Does it look rough, or is it. I mean, is it hard to tell because Not, it's made of rock? Yeah, it looks. It's still standing. It's got some cracks in it yeah. from Cassian's shatter. Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to turn on the fireball. Mm-hmm. Is the moonbeam still up? Yeah, but it's moved though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, where did you... Yeah, where is it? Uh, I'm so... going to assume I didn't step into it. No, no, we'll assume you didn't. No, because the thing was here before, no? It was, it was on the thing. Yeah, so it was on the orb. Yeah. We say, yeah, you, you have space to go around it. 11 to hit. Uh, okay, the bolt just dissipates into spark across its chest. Mm-hmm. Problem, you'll go. Um... Uh, I move the moonbeam to the beast. Okay, okay. You do that as your action? Yeah, I do that as my action. Okay, uh, so that's a deck save for me? Uh, no. Constitution? Constitution. Okay, that's a failure. Uh-huh. Rotten damage. Get him. Get him. Get him. <laughs> you see the moonbeam brighten in intensity and moves over the creature. You see some points of it sparkling with like inlaid, uncut, raw gems. like. Okay, and it's like, like a dazzling rainbow effect across the star map over the ceiling. Okay? Uh, Cassian, you'll go. <laughs> Disengage. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just, I would like, I don't know how much I do, I just want to move to this corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get <laughs> you <laughs> right back to the corner. This shit out of mouth, yeah, just nopes away. Run. I'd like some range, please. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you doing, oh, that was your action, yeah. Are you doing any of your bonus action? I uh, don't really have anything that I can no do right. as a bonus action. I'm just like, 
Thanks for the help, everyone! Scrabble up. Your hair coming a bit loose and a bit panicked. You back up into the corner and get yourself up. He says as he runs away. Astra. We've got you back, don't worry. And bonus action, dis, uh, bonus action to heal you. Um, so I'll give you... You get nine back. Thank you. And then my action is I want I'm gonna try and use dissonant whispers on the creature again. Okay. Uh, Where's thirteen again? Doesn't work. Sixteen plus three. Yeah. Damn this thing. Sorry. It's okay. too wise. <laughs> Stone is wise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, it's going to go. Oh, if it's a stern and it started there. Yes. Yes, attack. Roll. Uh, oh wait, I'll roll. Noise 13. 13, okay. Okay. It closes the distance to you, moves out of the moonbeam, and it's going to make an attack against each of you, okay? So, against <laughs> Astra, that's a 16 plus 8. I believe that hits. <laughs> just a bit. Just a bit. Just a little hit. Just a little scratch. Against Ariel, that's a 15 yep. plus 8. Yeah. Okay. Two fists. <laughs> Hammer down on you both. Hey, at least it's not a crit this time. Eee, thanks. Count your blessings, count your blessings. <laughs> okay, so it gets you. You take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Sariel. You take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's its turn. It's your turn now. How close is it to us now? So it's within melee range, it's in five feet of you. Can I try using frostbite on it? You can, yes. That's a constitution save. It's a 13. Uh, nah, nah. That succeeds, succeeds. just. Um, let save. That doesn't say anything about it. Nah. Sorry. Dang it! <laughs> Sorry. Okay. You reach out and frost to like build up out the outside of it, but as it moves, it just, <laughs> just flakes off. Boo. Okay. Uh, Renard. I am going to move myself back in front of Cassian and command a strike to whatever you did before, do it again. <laughs> My precious spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do exactly the thing you did before. You, ju- you can just make an attack. Thank God. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. It doesn't have to be the thing I tell you to do. Arcane Bolt. Yeah, okay, um, make an attack. Bye. Throw everything on the floor. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that one! <laughs> You're sort of still getting up when you <laughs> cast it off and <laughs> hit the section of the star map, a chunk of masonry like <laughs> falls down. I just spit out some blood. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Elise. Uh, so we've seen fire and lightning do damage to this so far. It damages it, and like and thunder. Yeah, Cassie, what Cassian did did the most damage to it. Is there any way I could cast thunder wave without hitting my allies? Because Astra and Sariel are like right there. You That's why I didn't do it before. As well. You could push through them, mm. um, and no, no, uh, you could get to the other side of it. Oh, yeah, sorry, because can I climb? No, 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 so that's a step. Like you could push the through way. them. So you could go. That square that is empty, no? Yeah, so you could get to that. I kind of wanted to try and push it back into the moonbeam. Ah. If possible. You can get into our spaces. 
You, yeah, that's true. You won't be able to end your turn there. You can go through. Right. Um, so you could go there, or you could go there. So you wouldn't really... Oh, no, just hit from there. You'd... Yeah, it would hit them. There's no way to do it without hitting someone. From that side, but from this side I could. Well, <laughs> nope. so you push the creature. It's a 15 foot cube centered yeah. on you, so it would get Astra or it would get Sariel. Um, uh, she's not going to do that. Unless, um, wait, um, two, three, four, five, six. You could go from there. And then it's like pushing it into them? Yes, it would. Which again, I don't want to do. Um, yeah, I would push it through them. And would that damage them if he's like, it was like a big thing of rock or anything? It would knock them prone, I'll say, but I wouldn't say it would damage them. She's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I'll stay off my perch. Okay. Uh, and a uh, chromatic orb of... You can't chromatic orb of thunder, can you? No, you can't. I've seen my fire attack work, so I will take out the arcane focus wrap the chain around my armor and little spits of lightning come down it, but I cast a chromatic orb of fire. Okay, okay. Come on. Ooh, uh, 20, not natural. 20 hits. It hits the shoulder and it like, burns a bit off. You see a bit of clay, like, like glaze. I know that's not how that's clay cool. firing works, but yeah. it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, nine damage. Nine damage, okay. It's looking a bit rough. Like there are larger cracks appearing in it. Okay. Uh, Bobby, your turn. Okay. Um, I move the moonbeam again. Yeah. So that it's like right where yes. it is at now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. another failure. <laughs> nice. Nice. We'll to death. Yeah. <laughs> it's always worked for us before. Yeah. Uh, five. Five damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you moving or are you staying there? Mm, yeah. Moving a bit forward there towards the corner, okay. maybe. Well, that's about it. Okay. Oh, sorry. I forgot to say that our tempestuous magic can just fly this way, just to like, so we're like. Yeah. Okay. Um, surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Cassian. Um, just sort of moving around so Renard's not directly in my way. Using fire number one again! Oh, Kane, Bolt! Yeah. Um, 21. 21 hits. Uh, You've seen explosions of <laughs> like sea foam and shell section. For six damage! Six damage. Woo! And it gets pushed backwards 10 feet. Yes. Okay, it goes back. Five feet because it can't go any further. The door, but it does <laughs> slam into these wood doors, which splinter and break under its weight. Okay. Uh, Astra. Um, I want to try and do vicious mockery on it, which is a whiz thirteen save again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Roll damage. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So in it's not very much, but. In yeah, he's dressed out infernal. Um, so you'll hear him being just like, "Stay the fuck back, you ugly bugger!" And he gets four damage. <laughs> she was like, "Astra!" <laughs> <laughs> Vicious mockery. Do they have to understand the language? No. They don't. Okay. Okay. 
And it's psychic damage, and they have disadvantage yeah. on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its attack. Okay, okay. Uh, it, it's go. So it's going to close the gap again to you two. Does it go back into the moonbeam? Uh, it all disappears under the ground oh, and appears hey. from the other side. This dude. It's going to make an attack against both of you again. So first against you. At disadvantage. Yep. Okay, it doesn't hit. So one <laughs> slams into where you were. We're able to just get out of the way. He's a, second, <laughs> a second fist slams into where you are. So. A 16. That hits. Okay. Uh, you take 16 points of bludgeoning damage. I crumple to the floor. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's your go. Could you make a death save, please? No. It's a D10. D20. You just need to roll 10 or higher. Six. Six. That's one failure on your death saves, okay? I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> uh, Renard, you'll go. Okay, I run forward to Terriel, mm-hmm. um, crouch down, and as my action, bring her back up uh, with my hands, like, you'll come back to full health. Mm-hmm. Um, and as my bonus action, command a strike to Elise. Mm-hmm. Um, just, Elise, hit that thing! Fireball! Okay, take that. You come back with one hit point, I believe. Oh, no, sorry, 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 four hit points. Fifteen. It won't let me come off dead saves. <laughs> so I'm crouched out over you, like, okay. your face. Fifteen. Oh. It just smoulders off his shoulder. Yeah, here we go. Fuck! His head just <laughs> rotates around to you. Yeah. Not like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Renata, it's your turn. Elise, it's your turn again. Uh, another firebolt, please. Okay. Uh, 17. 17, yeah. Hits it <laughs> directly in the chest area. Um, I'm going to mess magic roll that one. To a 9. Nice. Ooh, okay. And then I will run this way as far as I can, which is okay. like here. Uh, that's 6, space one, two. Right. No, move back one. Okay. Okay. Uh, 9, did you say? Yes. 21. Okay, it is looking rough. Patches of it are like falling off and falling down to the ground. Okay, uh, Boblum. I'll move the moon into it one more time. Okay, okay. It, it works, don't okay. it? Yeah. It doesn't spend another of my spell slots. Boblum is being conservative today. <laughs> that's true, that's true. There may be more in here. Yeah, this is the first room, hello? Oh, God. Uh, okay, it safe? Aha, so 11. 11 damage, okay, it's looking really rough, okay. You see patches of light are like shining through where the crack's appearing. Its arm forms, breaks away, one left and swells in size, but it's just like smashing through the table, putting huge holes in the walls, like crater sized. Okay, Cassian. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Arcane Bolt! <laughs> you, you can't see from there, so you'd have well, to move, move around. Just die as a staircase. Yes. Wait, it's a 23 to hit. Yes, that hits. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently it's 3 force damage. Okay. <laughs> just roll on out. Really roll though, it just fell out of your hand, but yeah. Well, did you roll it or did it, it drop? Did. I, I, didn't, I, I, I picked it up and it just slid out of my hand. You can roll it. You okay. can roll it. Okay. <laughs> 
It's a nine. Nice! <laughs> you. Oh, no, no. Don't worry. God damn it! <laughs> Ow. Okay. Astro. So, yeah, scared Miguel. <laughs> Out he comes. That's not the attack squad. Um, I'm gonna use. Mantle of Inspiration. What's that? Um, which gives five temporary hit points to three creatures within 60 foot. Okay, that's not the one where you have to sing for an hour, is it? No. Okay. okay. No, that's a trolling performance. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have to listen. We have a montage. The rock creature's just like, yeah. <laughs> and that's a bonus action. So first of all, I'm gonna, and I'll do that one first. I'll start playing that. So Sariel will get five temporary hit points. Um, Cassian will get five temporary hit points. Right. And I don't think I can give it to myself. So. <laughs> Um, so I'll, I'll give, who's close, uh, Renard five temporary hit points, even though you're a buff tank, <laughs> but you're close, so, um, <laughs> scared Miguel is also panicked. <laughs> and I'm gonna try and, I'm gonna, I'm gonna healing word on Sariel okay. as I'm singing along. Okay. Uh, um, you'll get seven. Okay, okay. Seven hit points back. Okay, uh, it's starting its turn in there, so it's going to make another save. Ha-ha! Okay. That's 18, that's a success, so still more damage, it'll be hard. Nine! You have the floor. <gasps> Yay, my <mama! laughs> So, he seems to try to um, bring up his fist again to slam down, and Baba just reaches towards the power of the moon with his staff. Yeah. And intensifies the power of the movie yeah. that is already sitting on there. Okay. Just shine it just shines a lot of light on it. Okay, okay. It reaches up its fist behind Sarah who's only just gotten up, this fist swelling to about the size of her before like a like a heavenly crack, burning golden white light open from above and more light just floods through. Just as it's coming down, the column of light expands and burns it up. It all just Turning to dust, covering Sariel. And it's all like orange, orange hues falling over her. It vaporizes. There's this boom, this solid thunk as the ball of onyx stone from the center of it just drops to the floor. And I call out, don't touch the orb yet. Rolls a little bit slowly. Yay, you see, it's, it's cracked even more. It's nearly splitting apart. Mm. Oh. Yes. Okay. But yes, well done. Yay! Sorry, are you still on the floor? Bye. I guess I'm trying to help you. I will help you up otherwise. Yeah, I'm trying to help you up as well. Same. Are you okay? How are you doing? Thank you. Still, like, got one hand on your face. Like, I've got you. Thank you. Is everyone okay? Yeah. Yeah. Much better. You okay, Cassian? Much better. Much better. The dust kind of settles. You get closer and it doesn't reactivate. Is the dust from the creature anything I could collect and study, or is it just ash? There's a lot of, like chunks of like small pebbles and rocks. You could like scoop it up together. It seems to be mostly clay. It seems to be inanimate and not quick. I'll call the check. Is there anything still going <laughs> in there? The item seems to be magical. I mean, the, but the dust, no. Can I just start prestidigitating Sariel clean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet. It seems like inner clay mulch and so dust. Worth no, but the ball is still very much magical. Uh, I would like to, without touching it, 
Can I cast identify without touching it? Yeah. So are you starting on that first? I mean, I'll take a look around the room first yeah. to make sure that like doesn't seem like anything else is going to happen. You wander around the room, sure nothing else secure. attacks you. Yeah. Okay. You take the ten minutes, and you identify as a stone of earth elemental control. Mm-hmm. It has probably one use left before it can't take any more. Saruman is quaking. <laughs> yeah, it's all like like a palantir. Yeah. It's got these heavy brass bands or copper bands all, uh, all around it. That's something we could take without releasing it, or like. Yeah, you would have to uh, use a command word to activate it. It's just, it's, it's just that moving past a certain point in there, mm-hmm. you understand, triggered it automatically. Uh-huh. It was a sort of guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll cautiously touch it. Can I see what the command word is anywhere on it? Uh, yeah, it's written in Terran. It's basically just the Terran word for guard me. For what? Guard me. I thought you said gardening. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> earth elemental's got a green thumb. It's not elemental. Guard me. Guard me. Sounds like Vergosh. Vergosh. Oh. Ver- Vergosh. I will collect the javelin and just, yeah. I'm just gonna sort of back away from the room yeah. and like, scare my hands. Do you still have the little rings that sort of Yeah, and I'm... I was wondering if they were, used, were there like lenses or anything on the desk? Yes. Like yes, sort of look under one of them to try and make yeah. the words bigger? You go back up and you see that there is essentially a <coughs> magnifying glass is one of the items and it's positioned, it was positioned fairly near to the, the brass tray which was holding this ring in place and you're able to sort of pop it back into place and then look through the magnifying glass and adjust it, brush some dust off and you're able to see much more clearly the runes and letterings on it. You see in the language that you recognise, you see Terra, Igna, Aqua. Okay. You see in common, like one tiny bit, Materia. So, like material without um, Materia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Insane Infernal. Uh, in Infernal, you see what looks to be the Hells. Type. <laughs> As we're yeah. kind of just. Okay. Feels uncomfortable <laughs> and relays what the tiefling says and then just steps away from it. In Elvish, you see the one that says uh, uh, the summer courts of the Fae. In tiny, tiny writing. This writing is like overlapped on itself and over every surface, and there are a lot of languages you don't recognize. What if each of these rings represents the planes? That's what I think. Planes? Seems to be something to do with the planes of existence mm. and. This orb, we could use it potentially to summon one of those things again to fight for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone said something about travel earlier. Were these people perhaps trying to figure out how to get gain access to the different planes? Mm-hmm. Sorry, one other thing you do see in common as well: the gates of sigil are one of the uh, letterings around. Mm-hmm. But these are all tiny, tiny letterings. You determine no one put these in mechanically. These are on by some arcane means. Uh, mm. I will then begin to identify the rings to see. Okay, okay. As she does, 
I'm gonna look around and see if I can tell from anything in this room how long this place has been empty and whether it was abandoned in this state. Like abandoned rather than make an investigation check. Okay. Eighteen? Eighteen, okay. Realise probably about maybe four hundred years looking at some of the dates on the on the papers. The earlier papers have dates on. The ones which aren't so ordered do not and are just scrawlings and scribbles and over time their writing became less cohesive. I point this out to the others as I walk around mm-hmm. and just I think they started finding something important. That's what this says to me. And they started working on it frantically and maybe consumed them. Is there any indication of to the length of time between the older ones and the newer ones? Uh, like you said, there's no dates on the new ones, but... Yeah, so with the investigation check, possibly 30, 40 years. Mm. You look over some of the ones which are more of a scrolling and find, although some have been torn down, there was a sort of pattern, and pushing some of them together, find almost like like a semi-torn apart drawing, like a circle, a howling face, just scrawled over the top of these things, and some brown paint or mud blood perhaps oh, I'm still got some identification what do you say we can so by now you'd have finished mm-hmm. okay you come out of the trance sweat beading on your forehead your eyes wide this ring is a map of the plains itself okay it's called Morenia's map of the inner and outer plains okay? The ring, when activated, will float in the air and project a vision of the planes across the walls. Uh-huh. Do I have to activate it? You would have to attune to it and use the uh, activation mode. You can study it and essentially determine when the next planar gate will appear on the mortal plane. I'll give you the full details for it. But essentially you need an intelligence check of 25. Successful checks make it easier, but to understand it for the first time is intelligence uh, or arcana check of 25. Hmm. Like inspiration plus other stuff. Yeah. So looking through the studies, there are notes and writings of planar gates. Again, this is mostly in a text that you don't understand, so a language none of you understand, but the annotations written on it in common, seemingly by a second author, do talk of coincidences where the planes overlap and let's say a plane of water might open in a waterfall on a material plane or um, a hellmouth may appear in a site of great duress like a battlefield and a pit to the hells opens up. So the primary function which you can use immediately is it projects maps of the planes. Oh so I can do that without? Yeah and like how they interlink and map over each other but it seems like they're constantly moving and shifting, reflecting the ever-changing chaotic nature of the planes. Using, using it for its desired purpose, you can essentially lock them in and like basically find the points where they'll connect and then freeze it on that. Work out where on a material plane and when a plane of gate would appear. Right. When the next one would be. Uh, while this is going on, can I sort of have a peek through the door that the elemental splintered? Yeah. Okay, it seems to go down. This is uh, just going further down. Yeah, it just goes further down and like widens out slightly. This is our way further in. 
hard um, one we so this thing um it kind of has multiple functions it's basically a map of the inner and outer planes of existence um, and it can project that map like for all of us to see but if I anyone spends enough time studying it um, you could actually use it to find points where those planes connect and gates open up potentially traveling to other planes and she looks like both terrified and excited and enthralled like all at the same time and it's just kind of overwhelming you get the present you get the sense that it's probably a very simplified map of the planes mm -hmm. as how they actually conjoin is too much for like your mind to comprehend but related to your diagram that you have but like a 3d version essentially mm -hmm. okay like the projected map stalls exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much Fascinating. You look up at the star map and realise it's probably not a star map of just our world, mm -hmm. or just our planet. Yeah, that was my next thing. Several others overlapping over each other. Yeah, can I, like, do I recognise any of the constellations? You do, you recognise many of them. Yeah, but there are many new ones as well. The sort of... And again, they're like, are they not in their right places, or...? It, yeah, so you, like, you recognise where you see the three-headed dog constellation but sort of just behind it and sort of off kilter is uh is like, like sort of like the bear constellation mm. elise is just enthralled and is just staring up at the ceiling and between like the two objects in her hands mm -hmm. uh, it's just too much for her okay. <laughs> i hate to be the killjoy but we need to get out of here somehow and there's no point spending all our time in this one room mm. there could be more to explore i know this is just Something I've been studying for a very long time, and uh, I've never found anywhere like this before. Well, here I'm gonna um, unroll my caldera map, mm -hmm. and from where I mark the giant skull on the river, just sort of mark up to where this town is. Yeah. Well, so uh, where the giant skull is and where this is will basically be the same basically point the same due point. to the scale of the map. So I'm just gonna show you and be like, we can find it again. Okay, you can come back when we're not trapped inside this pyramid. She smiles. <laughs> Maybe you could take with you some of the books, if they don't crumble. Of any of the books? Do any of the books look like they would be of use to me? There are hundreds and hundreds of books. Elise, you can come back. This isn't going to go anywhere. I'm going to start making my way through the doors. <laughs> the stone is fairly heavy as well. It does weigh you down a bit, but you're able to move. Okay. You can pass it off to someone else if you want, because you, you, you do have quite yeah. a lot of stuff. That's true, actually, I am. Yeah, yeah, we pack can, me all. I can take that or something else. I'm barely carry anything. Just Are you okay to carry your Sure. I will put that in my bag. Can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hand it to you? Character development. <laughs> <laughs> you push through the double doors, you take a step down the stairs and stop for a second. You swear you hear something move. Level below you, and that's what went tonight. Wait! Hey, Yay! This is so fun. This is so good. Dungeon crawl. Dungeon crawl. Dungeon. 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 Maybe dragon. No. We are dragons and dragons in this economy. I got you, babes. 
Thank you. 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 Thank Hi y'all, it's Boblem. Thank you for joining us on our adventures once again. We're happy to announce we're working with Wormwood Gaming Supplies to offer you free shipping in the US and $10 off international shipping on any order with our Life at the Party discount codes. You can find both codes in the description below. If you'd like to get more from Life at the Party, you can support us on Patreon or on YouTube using the new Join button. We have lots of nice rewards and offers so be sure to check them out. Thank you to our executive producers, Caitlin Ferguson, Alexandra Johnson, Leah Moran, and Emily Hogard. Until next time, be kind to yourself, and we'll see you on Wednesday.